Coming up on episode 74 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about how do you restore balance to your life when it seems like the whole world has gone crazy. I list five things that I think can help you restore balance to your life, stuff like reading, exercise, setting goals. We also talk about uh, 75 Hard comes up, the short story, The Egg, which I've linked in the description of this video. And also just, you know, some other stuff that just randomly comes up when you talk for a half an hour. If you haven't checked up checked out our YouTube yet, check us out at the Unscrewed Mind. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So you and I talked earlier this week. And the uh the basic of the the basis of the conversation, we really we only talked once, I think, in like the past two weeks, other than some text mm-hmm. messages. So it's been really quiet. Right. And you and I talked this week, and the subject of the conversation was basically around how crazy the world seems lately. It seems like uh, everything is going to hell in a handbasket, and it's hard to tell what's important. And um, it's hard to uh, even know what's important to you anymore. You know what I mean? Like used to be, you could kind of tell what was good or what was important or what was true. That's gone, in my opinion. So I keep coming back to this topic this week, and I wanted to do the podcast on it this week because from my perspective, it seems like everything out there is meant to stress you out. It's meant to create fear. It's meant to immobilize us. And this is in direct contrast to what I believe our reason on earth is, our purpose in life is, which is to be free to experience all that this world has to offer. So another thing I keep thinking about is how all the things we grew up with, Rusty, um, and we've been conditioned to think are good uses of our time or are worthwhile distractions like television, like movies, um, social media even recently. And then all the institutions we were told we could trust, like the news, mm-hmm. politicians, community leaders, have all become tools or cogs in a machine of deceit. Now stay with me. The question is then, in this world where everything is turned upside down, how do we find balance? How do we create a foundation from which you can build the life you want? And how can you basically raise your vibration and keep it there so that you can manifest the things that you want? So I made a list of the things I think can help you restore, me restore, everyone restore balance to what has become an unbalanced existence. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's so incredible because, you know, when, when, when I first started out, um, with the awakening or, or, you know, manifesting and that kind of thing, even though it's a lifelong experience looking back on it now, but the things that I was trying to manifest, one of the first things that I wanted as a goal was freedom and peace and 
you know, for everyone in the world, because mm-hmm. the thing is, is if you look at everyone as a part of you, then you would only want that for every person. Right. 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 And so the, the thing about this, that's so cool to me and it's, you know, I, I want to look at it. Unfortunately, I want to see these things because it is exactly what we talk about on this channel. When a manifestation is taking place, things get absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. And this is the biggest manifestation that's ever taken place that we know of in the history that we're aware of. Right. Right. So I know that my goal is that, and I know that there's tons and tons of people around the world that have the same goal in mind, this freedom, this love, the caring for other people, um, a change in the way that we treat each other. And also at the same time, I know that the only way that that can happen is for people to be taught to care the ones that don't. Right. Right. So this is just a, it's just an on-ramp onto the change that is needed for this manifestation to take place. And I truly believe that this is the best time in history. Well, history that I'm aware of for sure. And we're, we're definitely in for the best days of our life. Woo. Sounds good. Have you read the, um, did I share the short story with you? The egg? Mm, I don't think so. There's a, there's a video that you can watch where they basically read it, but it's a, it's a story about how a man passes away and he goes to heaven and he talks to God and finds out that not only was he living his life, but he's also lived every other life around himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it basically builds the case that and anyone that you meet is you experiencing that life and you don't move on to the afterlife or to, um, you know, Nirvana or whatever you want to call it to heaven until you've experienced every life that's to be lived in, in this reality. It's a really cool story. I probably didn't sum it up very well, but if you have some time, Google the egg. Um, it's worth the read. Yeah, I've actually read it. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah. But I don't know. Really cool. Really cool story. So here's here's the first thing I think you need to do. And maybe these aren't in any specific order, but this is the first one I wrote down. To restore balance to your life, the first thing you need is to set a goal for yourself. Um, I lived a lot of my life without any goals whatsoever. And... Uh, or not one that I was intentionally working towards. And I've I've come a long way, but from what we talked about recently and what we've been doing together recently, I realized that, you know, life without a goal is um, definitely not a balanced one and uh, definitely not a life that's going anywhere. So you need to set a goal for yourself. And I think it's important to stretch one that, or to create one that stretches your capabilities and is important to you. I've been reading... Um, Earl Nightingale recently, and he has a couple really good quotes about goals, one of which I know you've heard before, uh, which is success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal. 
And then the other one that he has is uh, success doesn't lie in the achievement of a goal. It lies in the journey towards it. And I think if you don't have a purpose when you wake up every morning, it's easy to kind of get hooked into whatever is going on around you. Whereas if you have a goal in mind and you're working towards that goal every day, it's going to help keep you on the straight and narrow and help keep you focused and help keep you uh, paying attention to the things that you need to be paying attention to. So for me, the first thing you should do is, is set a goal and strive for it. You know, um, I want to add something there that I think is super important for everyone because I've fallen into this trap so many times and, you know, I have my goals written down, my large goals, my small goals, and do not become a slave to your goal. Mm -hmm. That's good. Because so many people, uh, myself included, if you start a goal that is super big and that's the only thing you're focused on, but you're getting nowhere close to it, then you're going to start to worry, right? You're going to start to think there's no way that I'm going to get to this goal. So I'm not saying don't set that super stretch goal, but at the same time, know that that one's coming, put it away, right? Right. Put that one to the side and then set yourself some micro goals or some small goals, tiny changes that lead into a bigger change and then let the changes take care of the big goal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think that, you know, knowing that it's going to happen, knowing that it's coming, knowing that not only is it coming, it's going to be better than what you've actually imagined because it's divinely made versus, you know, what you're thinking as a human, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So set those goals, put them out there, look at them, think about them, focus on it, but don't worry about the way that it's coming to you. Like we always say, but also set those weekly goals, those daily goals, you know, whatever it is, if you want to work on something, if you want to change something, you don't have to do everything right now. You can do one little thing. And then once you do that one thing, it will do sometimes form a chain reaction which makes it into a very big, you know, snowball effect. Yep, absolutely. And remember, as long as you're working towards something, you're successful. You know, that's the key. That's the key. Successful every day. <clears throat> this leads into the second one. And I don't do this enough. I realized this morning as I was, uh, I read this in a book and it's part of uh, why it made it onto the list today. I don't do this enough. I need to do it more. And it is to think creatively. You and I haven't done a podcast or any YouTube content or anything over the past two weeks. And you may not know this. I don't talk about this a lot, but I I devote a lot of time to um, editing and to, um, you know, posting the stuff. And it it takes up a lot of my free time, which is good because it's a creative venture. And it gives me something to point that energy towards. The past two weeks, I haven't had that. And I've just, I've really struggled. And what I realized this morning while I'm uh, thinking about what I want to talk about today, while I'm writing out my thoughts for it, it took me about an hour, but that creative expenditure, when it was over, I just felt so much better because I had something Mm -hmm. that I was pointing that energy towards. And I think that 
uh, two things. We were born to create as human beings. It's, it's, I think it's one of our primary drives. And I also f- feel like when we think, when we apply ourselves creatively, that's when we feel the most alive. And um, Earl Nightingale, in the, in the passage I was reading this morning, talks about how you should spend at least one hour a day being creative, thinking creatively. The way he recommends you doing that is by taking a blank piece of paper, writing your your goal on the top of that piece of paper, and then writing out 20 ideas about how you can achieve that goal or, or move towards your goal today. I think spending an hour creatively thinking would go a long way towards restoring balance, especially early in the day, because it will keep you from maybe exposing yourself to something else that's just going to send your day off in the wrong direction. So what do you think about creative thinking on a daily basis as a way to restore balance? Oh, yeah. that I mean, the thing is, too, is when you take something that you're creating, if you limit the thing that you're able to work on, it makes your creativity level blossom. So mm-hmm. if I sit you in a room and say, just create something, you're like, uh, what am I going to do, right? But if I say, here's a small box and you have to create something that's this size and it needs to be about whatever, then that's what's going to really get your mind changing the way that you think about something, you know, specific. Mm-hmm. So and it's narrowing down to what you're going to spend your time on creatively that's so important. And, you know, that's something that I've personally struggled with um, because throughout my life, my creativity has been turned on and off by different things because I've been following a path that not necessarily, that didn't necessarily have creativeness in it. It was just a path, right? Mm -hmm. So I was following instead of creating. And I think that the majority of jobs and the majority of um, school school is all about not creating but repeating mm-hmm. or, and so um, I'm in sales though I do think that there's creativity to sales because it's a different experience with every person you're creating an interaction with a person that leads them down a path that you're wanting to go down. So there's definitely creativity in sales. So um, I love that part about it. It's very dynamic. You're always talking to different people, the personalities change up, all that kind of stuff. So that's something that I've always enjoyed. I love to talk to people. I can call somebody and talk to them on the phone for three hours. Um, It's just, you know, I can create a conversation. That's kind of something that I've always been good at, but as far as creativity, I know what you mean exactly because you're not expanding the way that you feel or think until you do that. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going to move through these last couple really fast because um, I'm running out of time on the digital camera. Third one is read. People need to read more. I entered in this year with a New Year's resolution. It was like, I want to read more books this year. And then I was listening to a podcast that I, I like to listen to, the Real, Real AF podcast. 
he talks about uh, a life-changing program that he created called 75 Hard. And one of the tenets of 75 Hard is to read 10 pages of motivational content a day. So that's what I was doing. I was just reading 10 pages a day. And I've consumed so many books. What I like most about it is that by starting your day off reading 10 pages, because I do, I do it in the morning, otherwise I would forget to do it. By reading 10 pages of a motivational nature, it just, it starts my day off with just high vibrational thinking. I, I feel good. I have a couple aha moments and sometimes I end up reading for longer. Um, but I just feel like there's a, there's a presence to it. There's an in-body experience to it and your brain shuts off and you're, you're focusing on those words. They're creating pictures in your head. And if it's positive content, then, then they're positive pictures. So I think reading is a great way to um, take back some time and to create a little bit of balance in your life. Yeah. And just seeing other people's experiences through writing is so important because your imagination is so much stronger and so much more powerful than anything that can be made on video mm-hmm. content or, you know, I mean, it really is. It's just, it's game changing. And even for me, when I'm listening to a podcast or listening to it, cause I will listen to YouTube instead of watching YouTube and that way I'm imagining kind of what the person is talking about more than seeing what they've decided to put on the screen. Right. And it's, it's, it's part of a creativity thinking and, you know, just, I mean, anybody I have seen negative, uh, negative talk about, um, the law of attraction based on, you know, it's always, you, you know, you're surrounding yourself with positive thinking. And the reality of it is, is yes, you're always, you know, focusing on the positive. Do you notice things that are not positive and do you just not accept them? Or do you know that those things are part of the experience that you're living right now? And, you, you know, you're not upset about them in the same manner that you would be Otherwise, you know, you know what I'm saying? If you knew that you weren't divinely connected to something, you're going to have a different reaction than you would if you are not. So I I think that there's a lot of things that we could talk about on that. We probably should do uh, the next podcast on that just to expand on it, because I think it's so important for so many people to understand, you know, what we're talking about, the things that you're, we're doing and how it's changed our life for the better. And, you know, no matter how people try to spin stuff is I truly believe that there's nothing on this earth that is completely explained. Nothing. Right. That's true. and, And so for someone to attack anyone else's thought process, if they're legitimately trying to create something or have, a vision of their life and change for a positive way to attack it seems insane. Right. I would agree with that. Number, number four, I think it's life changing for me. I think everyone should exercise in some way, shape or form. 
But I think the exercise should be strenuous. Like it should be um, like heavy lifting. Like it, it should be a workout that you want to be over. And the reason why I say that is if it's not easy, you have to focus on what you're doing to complete it. And it, it becomes a form of meditation at that point because you can't be in your head about everything else that's going on in your life. You have to be present and aware of what you're doing so that you can complete it. So I think strenuous exercise is a great way to restore balance. Uh, obviously, consult your physician before you take on <laughs> strenuous exercise. But or the thing is, or doubt. it's like for me, It uh, I look forward to it. It's a confidence booster, uh, but it's definitely an outlet for everything that gets pent up over the course of the day. And without it, I don't know who I would be or where I would be. And it's a, it's, it's I want that for other addiction. people. It's a quality addiction. It, it definitely it's, is. It replaces the, other addictions. It's the, the thing is, is not only does your mind start to want to go for a run or to lift weights or whatever, but your body starts depending on it for Chemically. the way that you feel. Yeah. And so it's, it's truly, you know, game changing, um, you know, whether it's running or lifting weights, like you're saying, it's, it's a huge, huge part. And it has been a huge part of my life throughout my life. It's just the consistency has been up and down throughout my mm -hmm. life. And I know that, you know, you have done an amazing job focusing on that. You've, you've focused on that since I've known you, you know, just every day, the same meals, every day, the same <laughs> workouts, you know, just on and Not on and on. And it's a characteristic of you that is amazing. And it's, you know, it's something you should definitely be proud of because I know that you have uh, you put tons of effort and time into it. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. It's very nice. The last, the last topic is to do your best to limit your exposure to devices of every kind. Yes. And if you must, you have to control the content. Okay. And here's why I say that at work, uh, I have a work PC. Uh, a lot of my work is done online. And when I'll uh, expand my browser to add a tab, that tab pulls up a mainstream media page and it's mm -hmm. full of clickbaited garbage but my brain reads it. I want to mm -hmm. click it. And the next thing I know, I'm stressed out after reading 30 minutes of garbage headlines. Right. And, you know, it's the same if you go on social media. It's the same if you're, I mean, everything has ads and, and sponsored content and this, that, and the other. You got you to gotta get rid of it. To restore balance, you have to shrink the amount of time you spend with that and increase the amount of time you spend doing all the other stuff I talked about, reading, being creative, thinking about your goals, exercising. And if you can do that, you will be in a much better place. And uh, I know because I've done that, I'm in a much better place. And I mean, I backslide and sometimes I find myself in my device more than I should be. And I, I mean, I feel the difference. I absolutely and, and feel the difference. 30 seconds, go. It's so funny you mentioned that about the computer is it's definitely 
you're looking at it because uh, work and per work and personal devices are totally different because I do nothing personal on my work devices. Mm -hmm. So when you go on there, the stuff that would never pop up on your personal computer pops up because it's just the yeah whatever the default, you know. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Unscrewed Mind. Now. If you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great today.